0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we are nearing, well, we're nearing a bunch of things, okay? We are nearing the draft. Yes, we're nearing the draft. We're nearing the All-Star Game. We are nearing the trade deadline. So we'll talk a little bit about each of those topics. And, of course, some, some other stuff, too. So buckle up. So let's just get some general stuff. Um, Buster Posey is going to miss the All-Star Game. He's going to miss the All-Star game after hitting the IL with a thumb injury. And they placed him on the IL today with a left thumb contusion retroactive to Tuesday. That's going to rule him out, obviously, for the rest of the first half and the All-Star game. He was voted to start for the National League on Tuesday, but he's not even going to make the trip to Denver. He's going to use the break to get healthier in the second half and spend time with his family. I mean, watching the video of him, um, you know, getting – hit by a foul tip. It looked like a foul tip hit his thumb there with the glove on, and then he you know, was really grimacing and he caught one more pitch, I think, and then he, was, he couldn't take it anymore. He was out of the game. But he hasn't played in, in, the, in the five days since injuring his thumb on a foul tip on Sunday. Initially, Buster feared that he had a fractured thumb, but he caught a break when the x-rays came back negative. And then an MRI exam yesterday revealed a bone bruise. So, yeah, I mean, those bone bruises are pretty painful, and you can re-aggravate them fairly easily, especially if you're a catcher because, you know, you're catching all the time. But uh, I think he's optimistic. Uh, You know, he expressed optimism during the interview today that he'd be ready to return to the lineup when the Giants open the second half in St. Louis on July 16th. That's a week from today. He was... Throwing on the field before tonight's series opening against the Nats, but he wasn't wearing a glove on his injured hand and had the team trainer catch the return throws for him. But, you know, this injury disrupted a pretty resurgent campaign for Buster, obviously starting for the NL. We voted to start for the NL. A catcher hitting 328 with a 968 OPS and 12 homers. Hopefully, this doesn't, you know, get in the way of things and sap his power or anything like that. Hopefully, he lets it heal fully so he can come back and hit just as he's been hitting the whole time. So yeah, that's that's the update for Buster Posey. Similarly, Carlos Correa is on the injured list now. Now, Astros placed him on the IL. He actually said that he wasn't going to play in the All-Star game. He and Altuve both said that they weren't going to play in the All-Star game. They wanted to use the uh, you know the time to rest and get ready for this for the second half which I I mean it, I, I don't know about that I've never heard of that I've never heard of a player skipping the all-star game just to rest honestly I mean pitchers obviously sometimes they can't pitch because they just pitched a few days before but some people are speculating that Altuve and Correa are doing it because of you know the, the whole you know the whole uh cheating scandal and they don't want to be they don't want to be in the midst of a lot of jeering from fans and things like that. They're not even going to be at the festivities in Denver. Uh, well, Carlos Correa now is mentioning that he wants to be home with his wife, who's pregnant. And then Altuve, I mean, I, I don't really know. He said he's, he's blaming it on a left leg injury, even though that left leg injury has not caused him to miss any regular season games. So, yeah, I mean, I think what it is, I mean, looking at some articles... By skipping this game, Correa and Altuve are able to avoid a potentially uncomfortable situation of sharing a locker room with players from other teams who may still be bitter about the Astros' cheating ways. It could be that, honestly. Imagine having to share a locker room with Aaron Judge or something like that. It really could be it. But, I mean, the other Astros All-Stars who are going, Michael Brantley and Ryan Presley, those guys arrived in Houston after the sign-stealing scandal. So, there's that. There's that. Anyway, moving on. So we talked about the draft. So there is, you know, the MLB draft. Believe it or not, it's happening. Um, and, you know, this one, I don't know, it seems like a pretty average draft to me. I mean, there are some some good names in there. Um, obviously, you know, Jack Leiter, he's the son of former Major League pitcher Al Leiter. You know, who I think he works for the Yankees Yes Network, if I'm not mistaken, or around like some baseball or MLB network or up there in New Jersey or whatever. You have him, Kumar Rocker, his teammate at Vanderbilt, and you have, you know, some high school shortstops, Jordan Lawler and Marcelo Meyer. You guys may not have even heard some of these names because I know that Major League Baseball draft isn't as highly uh, um, publicized as other sports because these guys are still years from being able to contribute at the Major League level. But Still want to go over it. You know, right now, the number one, there's not really a consensus for number one, but you know, the guy who's ranked number one by MLB to go number one is a high school shortstop by the name of Marcelo Meyer. The Pirates have the number one pick in the draft, and a lot of people believe that the Pirates are leaning towards a hitter, and this kid is the best hitter on the board. He's a shortstop. Scouts say they remind him of Corey Seager offensively. He reminds them of Corey Seager offensively and Brandon Crawford defensively. That's quite a mix isn't it that's quite a mix so keep an eye on that you know this is the first time they've moved the draft so that it's done in conjunction with all-star weekend so uh, that's pretty cool that's pretty cool but um yeah so we're also nearing the trade deadline you know we talked about that the cubs have had to do a complete 180 just as recently as two weeks ago things were going really well for chicago you know just two weeks ago they were celebrating a combined no hitter there was plenty of speculation about what players they were going to try to target for the trade deadline. And then they lost 11 straight games since then. And obviously, obviously now their plans have had to change. They're going to be sellers rather than buyers. What a difference two weeks makes. Yeah. Uh, and sources confirmed that the Cubs are indeed heading into sell mode. And uh, you have a couple players who have a good chance to be dealt. Chris Bryant, Craig Kimbrell. These are guys who could be on the way out of town because other teams could... You know, could really use them for the stretch run because Bryant is headed for free agency after this season. Campbell has a sixteen million dollar club option. It should be picked up honestly because he's returned to all star form this year. But you never know. You never know. Um, and then you have impending free agents: Baez, Zach Davies, and Rizzo. Those guys also could be could be on the move. And then also players with one year of control. Those you guys who are not rentals. If you trade for these guys. Jock Peterson or Wilson Contreras, you'll get them for the remainder of this year and you'll get them for next year too. But with all these different players I've named, the Cubs roster really might look dramatically different by July 31st, because these are all guys who are fair game to be moved. I mean, they entered today tied for third place, nine and a half games behind the Brewers. Obviously the, the Cubs went on a losing streak the same time when the Brewers went on a win streak. So that you know created quite a bit of distance between the two teams. And the odds are stacked against them. They're going to have to sell. They're going to have to sell come, come deadline time, which is in a couple weeks. Just saying. I'm just being honest, folks. Just being honest. But, um, yeah, we enter the weekend starting off some good series, some good good weekend series. I'm seeing here um, Phillies at Boston. Um, I'm seeing, okay, Reds at Brewers. That's a good one. I'm seeing what else? What else? Oh. Yankees at Astros. Okay. Yankees at Astros. That's a good one. For the first time since 2019 in the ALCS, 2019 ALCS, the Yankees return to face Astros in Houston. They're going to try to get some revenge there. So, that's what we've got. That's going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.